Hello everyone, this is Bola. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So it is time for another catch-up episode. I am doing these catch-up episodes in the few weeks leading to the launch of the Clever Girl Finance book that launches on June 25th. I am very excited about it. And today's catch-up video is with Adiola Omole. She was a guest on this podcast on um, episode 87 where she talked about how she went from six figures in debt to now having a seven-figure net worth. And so in this um, episode, which is also a YouTube recording, we go over what she's doing now to maintain her seven-figure net worth and how she's growing that net worth and um, securing her children's future and the things that she has going on. So you definitely want to listen to this episode to see what's new, to hear what's new with Adiola and just basically get inspired by her story. But before we get into this catch-up episode, um, updates. So if you haven't already placed a pre-order for the Clever Girl Finance book, please, please do. You can pre-order the book everywhere books are sold. It is going to be available as an ebook, audiobook, and also a physical book. And the book will be available worldwide. So wherever you are in the world, if you can get um, <laughs> items shipped and delivered to you, you can get a copy of the Clever Girl Finance book, but it is dependent on the orders that your bookseller places. However, you can still get this book anywhere you're located as an ebook or an audiobook. So please head over to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. to place an order for your book, Audible, Google Books. Um, you can get the details at clevergirlfinance.com book. And if you typically get your books from your local library, definitely ask them to order a copy or multiple copies of this book so they can have it for you to borrow once the book becomes available. You can do that by going into the library in person or going onto your local library's um, website. And tell the women in your life about the Clever Girl Finance book. So this is a book I've written from my heart. I share my personal story, some of my experiences with money, and I also share actionable and practical tips of things you can do to improve your finances, to achieve your financial goals. And I'm also sharing the stories of other women in the book to inspire and encourage you on your journey. So make this a book that you tell everyone about, gift it to your, your friends, your siblings, your coworkers, and help me make this book a success. So um, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, by the way, and you love what you're listening to, please subscribe. You can subscribe basically everywhere you can subscribe to podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, um, and you can also watch videos and listen to episodes on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. And this video, like I mentioned, was this podcast, I mean, like I mentioned, was recorded as a video. So you can actually watch me and Adela um, on YouTube and watch our faces. And you'll probably hear the animation in our voices as you listen to this episode because we were talking in person. So um, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel and pre-order your copy of the Clever Girl Finance book. OK, so let's get into this catch up episode with Adela. By the way, I was so excited to catch up with Adela that I forgot to put on my headphones um so there's a little bit of background interference but you guys can hear the episode just fine hi adiola hi bala so i am so excited to be recording this youtube slash podcast catch up with you um so those of you who are watching and listening to this um, episode slash video um, adiola was on um 
the Clever Girls Know podcast last year, mm-hmm. and she shared her money story of how she went from being over six figures in debt to building a seven-figure net worth, which is incredible. And Adela is also, mm-hmm. you are also in my upcoming book, Clever Girl Finance, that comes out um, in about a month on June, June 25th, <laughs> 2019. And so in the book, you share your story as to how you went from going from that six figures in debt to seven figures in a net worth. And so I wanted to just catch up with you and first of all, see how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing fabulous. And thank you for reaching out to catch up. I love that. Yeah. So you're now on this, in this place where you, you know, you, you cross that hurdle of seven figures. You're kind of Mm -hmm. navigating your life in this space where you're building wealth and you're building a legacy for your children. And you're also Mm -hmm. educating people. What has it been like, you know, since you shared your story with the Clever Girl Finance audience and since you crossed that threshold to building this massive net worth and what are your next big goals? Oh, I love those questions. It's been amazing. Like since we last chatted last year, so much has happened. I've, I've really been blessed. I tell you, it was a whirlwind. I, my book came out last year and I was able to really reach out to a whole bunch of people. Yay! It's been doing great. And I was able to do a lot of media. I've never done TV. I was able to go on TV and talk about my book, which was amazing. I know. And I, I got featured in HuffPost and crazy me, little old me, I was trending. I was like, what's going on? What's going I was in like Business Insider and I had people reaching out to me from the Netherlands and Germany and Australia and people from Australia are buying my book. So I, I just feel humbled by that, grateful, knowing that something that I went through in my own life, having a ton of debt is actually helping others, that there's something just gratifying that I can help and I can give back. So it's been a whirlwind year, but a fabulous year. That's amazing. And I am so proud of you and so excited to see the progress that you've made. And I'm sure you're, you know, like you have a tongue going on. Your book is amazing. I think one of the things that's really important is that when people are going through this journey, you know, because you are six figures in debt. Every time you say it, even to this day, my heart beats a little faster because yeah. really it, it is still an impact. Hearing six figures of debt makes me get, that's why I'm doing this because I'm like, I know how it feels. Mm-hmm. I still get those feelings when you talk about it. So that's why I'm on this mission to help others who are in that space right now so that they know, listen, you are not alone. This, what you're experiencing today is not what you'll be experiencing tomorrow, but you have to do the work. So I'm, I'm really grateful we're talking about this again. Yes, and one of the things I wanted you to share, giving your experience of what you know now and getting onto the other side is mm. just some words of encouragement because I talk to women every day, either um, on email or doing mm. one coaching sessions or just engaging with audience, um, members of the Clever Girl Finance audience on Instagram. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who will say, I have $100,000 in student loans. I have $200,000 in different kinds of debt. There's no way I can ever get out of this debt. You telling me I can become debt free is easy for you to say because you don't know what it feels like. So you know what it feels like. And so I, uh, I sure do share some words of encouragement for that person who just feels like it's impossible for them when it is truly possible. It can be possible. Thank you for that question. Because seriously, (laughs) I was there. 
I thought there's no way on this green earth that we live in that I will be able to get out of this massive debt. Guess what, guys? There is a way. You need to first and foremost believe there's a way. So I'm going to say before you even look at your debt load and look at the list, all your debts, don't even go through that exercise. Go through your mind exercise and first believe. And I know it's very cheesy. People say, if you believe, you shall achieve. Well, I live that. And I can tell you that is truth. First, believe that it's possible and reach out for, to other folks who've been there, who've done that. Listen, you don't have to do it on your own. So my words of encouragement is this. First and foremost, you are not the only person going through this. So rest assured that this isn't just your situation. This is so many people's situation. Secondly, there are folks like myself who've been there and who've done that. So find out what I've done. And guess what? I put it in a book. Yes. <laughs> I've listed the steps in the book. book and you share your story on the podcast yes. story in so many other on so many other different platforms yes so that's the whole point it's sharing the story is I guess the biggest driver for me is to tell others or to, to show through example that listen guys this thing called debt it isn't you it doesn't define you it doesn't basically set your future what it does it's just what you're having right now it's that situation you're in right now but it's not going to be forever. So once you can first and foremost get that mind thing going where you realize this isn't your forever, that's your first step. Get your mind into the, into the idea of this is, I'm not claiming this debt. This debt isn't me. And once you don't, don't claim it, once it becomes something outside of you, you're ready because then you can get into the work figure out what you have actually owe and then get into the, the, the nitty gritty details and then get your roll up your sleeves and get to work. Find as much money as you can. And I get through details into the books, but get, find out how you can get out of debt. And it really is a lot simpler than people realize. Yes. Yes. So um, Adele, I have a couple more questions for you. Sure. Uh, another pushback I get from people is, when you build this big net worth, you're a bad person or you're a greedy person or you're, you know, like, tell me what kind of person you are right now. <laughs> uh, I am the most compassionate human being. I care about people. I've always been that way. Most people don't know this about me. They know that I'm a lawyer, but they don't know that my undergrad degree is actually in social work. And I really care about people. So no, having money doesn't make you evil or greedy or any of those negative connotations that you can think of. Having money just makes you more of what you've already been. I've yeah. always been compassionate. I'm also a little bit of, you know, I've got this feisty side. I've, I'm, I'm a real, I'm, I'm, I'm determined. When I focus on something, it's like, I love everyone in my space, but guys, get out of my way because I'm going that direction. <laughs> so please, I don't want to run you over. And I'm even kind then. I'm like, please guys move because I'm rolling on my <laughs> mission and my journey. So having money doesn't make you evil. I'm going to say, I'm going to counter that. Having money makes you more of what you've already been. And I'm a, I'm a compassionate person. I'm a giving person. And I want to share. So having money has made me be able to share more. Because guess what, guys? I don't work for someone else. I work for myself. I'm able to bring in money without anyone signing a check. I sign my own checks. And thank you. Let's go there. <laughs> for real. And you want to be in that space. Because guess what? When you have money, whatever cause that you're passionate about, 
you get to actually action on that. You can either volunteer more or you can have your own business and give back as I do. But guess what? You get to choose how you're going to live your life. And I don't know anyone on this in, in the world who doesn't want to live their life on their terms. And that's what money does for you. Money gives you options. I, I didn't yes. And I did an interview yesterday. One of the questions I was asked was, why am I so passionate about saving, about building wealth? Why am I trying to um, help other women? And, and I, you know, I had to, like, write it down. And they wanted me to get very specific as to my why. And for me, my why was, is, not, is not ever finding myself in a position where I don't have options, where I just have no way out. I don't ever want to find myself in that space. And it's it's bigger than that, just that statement. It is for mm-hmm. my for my family. It's for mm-hmm. you know, like just having options in your life can make all the difference in the way you feel about yourself. One hundred percent agree. Your health levels. Because think about if you're stuck in this position where you have no options and you have to be around people you can't stand at a job, or you have to settle for something that you absolutely would never settle for if you had money, right? You, you know, you find yourself doing things that you don't want to do. And in turn, that affects so your true. mental health, it affects your stress, it affects, it affects how you communicate with other people, it affects you as a human being. Everything. And that's something that I just never, a place I never want to find myself. And so money gives you options for those of you who are watching. Absolutely not a bad thing to have money no money is just a tool it's a tool you use to improve your life Mm -hmm. to help others to give back and you know money can be used for good and it can be used for Mm -hmm. evil but it's behind the money that sets the intention of what is going to happen with that money so exactly that you're dreaming of if you want to get to the point where you're living life on your own terms you need Mm -hmm. money to do that (laughs) And let's be honest. And I love that you really, you captured everything I believe that money can do for us. And women in particular, for years, we haven't encouraged to take control of our money. We've been encouraged to let others take control of our money. And it's time for us to to have the confidence and know that we have what it takes to just, listen, you can manage your money. You can invest your money. You can choose how to spend it. You can choose how, basically, you can choose anything you want to do with your money. And I love what you're doing. That's why your platform is so important, Bala, the way that you deliver your message. And you really do let these women know, all women who are watching your, 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 your podcasts and following you on Instagram and all those other platforms that you're on, you're letting them know, guys, this can be done. And you're the example. So keep doing this. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so you're my welcome. last is out of sheer curiosity. And I know that when we spoke last year, when you had shared your story, one of the things you talked about, mm-hmm. this is not a serious question. What kind of okay. is? You know, well, <laughs> well, one of the things you talked about was um, when you were getting out of debt, you had mm. to seriously downsize your shoe collection. Oh, my How goodness. <laughs> you know, you. I love that question because we had a good chat last year. And I was like, we're going to talk more about shoes. And I have to tell you, I still love shoes. You never not love what you love. I still yeah. love shoes. But you know what I love even more? The stock's in my portfolio. <laughs> so my shoe collection is still very nice, but guess what? There, I do not have a hundred pairs of shoes. No, that's gone. But what I do have is quality shoes. So yes. you still, you're going to see me in some good shoes, but 
<laughs> you know, guess what? <laughs> I own stocks in the shoe company ever for real. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Costco is a better idea, but I have to tell you my shoe company, <laughs> seriously, their stock is on fire and they are just hitting it on every measure because I do my research every day. This is one of the things that you can do as well when you work for yourself. You can actually take the time to research your favorite companies and then when they go on sale, you can buy them. But I still do shoes, but guess what I do? I just bought a pair of shoes. I think they retail for $350. I got them for $75. Yep. Sales girl. Yeah. That's all. It has. It's all about the sales. I'll tell you a funny sidebar. You mentioned Costco and yeah. last. So every couple of weeks or so my, my kids and I was actually every two weeks we sit down mm -hmm. and we purchase stock. So we, I put money into their kids stock account every um, every month and I'll put the link below for those of you watching and in the show notes, if you're listening to this. And so, um, they had, uh, $25 each yesterday to purchase stocks. And so my son bought $8 in Costco. <laughs> Love him. He's a smart cat. Like that is smart, smart, smart cat. $13 because I take them to Costco all the time. He got $13 in Mattel because Mattel makes Hot Wheels. They're the toy company. Uh-huh. They're a big deal. Yep. And my daughter was like, I'm my Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good too their strategy their online strategy is pretty impressive so she's smart too i love it that my kids are learning all about investing as well they get a salary every month <laughs> and and their salary they get 33.3 percent goes into give save and spend and then with respect to the save it's also investing so they they're um they don't realize this but they're ready to go to university now <laughs> I opened up their account. I'm not kidding. When in Canada, we have something called RESP, Registered Education Savings Plan. And in that RESP, the government gives you a 20% of what you put in up to $7,200. Wow. So when they were born, no word of a lie, they were about uh, maybe four weeks old. I opened up their RESPs and they're ready to go to university. They're certain, yeah, they don't know that though, so we won't you tell them. These <laughs> goals, I love it. I'm on the path <laughs> to getting my kids college ready financially. That's one of our big goals is to pay for their yes, and so that's something we're actually working working towards. We use the five to nine B and then um, investing in separate ways for them. But oh my god, that is amazing. I know, <laughs> I know, and I'm getting my son because he's nine years old, so he's kind of he can understand. And my daughter's a pretty savvy money girl too. But I actually get them to sit with me while I do our, I'm yes. buying stocks. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm buying stocks, talking about the ownership interest. And so they understand it. Yes, yes, yes. That's amazing. Well, Yay. thank you, Adela. Before you leave, um, I'd love for you to share where folks can find you. I'll put it in the show notes. And then sure. um, for those of you who are watching this, definitely pick up Adela's book, uh, which we'll tell you more about in a second. Definitely check out the Clever Girl Finance book that comes out in just a few weeks. And Adela is in the book as one of the women I feature to showcase that it is in, it is totally possible to build wealth regardless of where you're coming from financially. And Adela, the reason why I wanted to feature your story is because mm. there is so much pushback about the ability of people to get out of massive amounts of debt. And you did mm. that, and that is completely inspiring. And so thank mm. you. I'll let you tell everyone where to find you. It'll be in the show notes and um, in the box below if you're on YouTube. <laughs> well, thank you so much for... First of all, thank you so much for having 
featuring my story in your book. I so appreciate that. And I thank you for that. And I just, I'm humbled by it. So thank you, Bala. You guys have to grab her book. Seriously, Bala, I want this to be a best-selling book and I can't wait for everyone to buy it. And I mean, everyone, I'm telling everyone in Canada about it. Okay. So just so you know, Canadian PR that's um, started as of yesterday. So it's going to be, um, there's like uh, online media, press radio. (gasps) Yeah. So I can't wait. I will be pushing your book and I know I'll be telling them, put this book in the front, (laughs) push it to the front. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Push it to the front. So you guys can find me. On Instagram, Instagram, I'm at at Adiola Omale B, and also on Twitter and Facebook, you can go to at Adiola Omale Fan. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped about my book, but I'm really pumped about your book too, and I can't wait. I'm serious, I just can't wait. Thank you so much, Adiola. And so, if you're listening, watching, head over to subscribe to her channel, to her Instagram, to her website, and I will be back again with another catch-up story soon. Thanks. Yay! Thank you for having me, Bala. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Adiola is super motivational and inspiring, and I hope you felt that and are ready to go out and take action on your financial goals. I'll be adding the link to her original podcast episode and also the link to her book in the show notes, so make sure you check those out. So again, if you haven't already pre-ordered the Clever Girl Finance book, please do. It's going to be available everywhere books are sold as an ebook, an audiobook, and a physical book. And if you love what you're listening to on this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast as well and to the YouTube channel. Tell your friends about it. Spread the word. And I will be back with a brand new um, catch-up video or podcast very soon.